welcome to the fatherhood podcast i'm your host jamar hudson and you're in the fatherhood as a new member in the hood my goal is to use this podcast as a platform to talk about my journey as a new father part therapeutic part informative part educational my goal is to talk about everything from adjusting to getting no sleep to learning how to change diapers to just hoping i get everything right this podcast will be a space to share with you the joys challenges and fears of being a first-time father Welcome to episode three of The Fatherhood. Uh, I'm your host, Jamar Hudson. Uh, before we get started, I want to give you guys a heads up that if you hear some crying, some grunting, some wailing, some sounds of uncomfortability, that's because I'm holding Emery as I record this. So this is how it is. This is a, this is the life of a new father. Um, Sharice is out running some errands. So I am holding him and trying to keep him occupied and, uh, until she gets back in. He's doing a good job so far, so we'll see how this goes. Um, If you're a new listener, welcome. Um, Hope you uh, find something in this podcast uh, that that you enjoy, and you'll see what we're trying to build over here. Uh, If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I'm glad that you've heard something in the first two episodes uh, that has kept you interested in what I have to say uh, on this podcast. Uh, As always, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, write a review, uh, follow me on social media at Jamar Hudson, and spread the word. Uh, We're in this together, and I want to be sure that, especially for the fathers who are listening, we are providing content uh, that is beneficial uh, to our journey. It is a month old, um, and that is amazing to me. Um, He is growing every day. As I say constantly, there's something new every day, but he has been here a month. Uh, We celebrated his month birthday by taking holiday pictures, um, dressed up in some fancy Christmas jammies and had a, a great friend of mine who owns a photography business on the side uh, come and take take some some photos of him. So we're excited about that. We're excited about the holidays too, to spend time with family and enjoy Emery's uh, first first Christmas. And we look forward to many more of those uh, those milestones. But he's doing great. He is a growing young man. He's starting to sleep a little more through the night, which is which is definitely a plus, and it helps out Sharice and I as we are. You know, trying to still get the hang of, of being new parents. And I thank everyone for, for the support and the love they are showing showing me through this podcast and her because uh, we are a team and are in this together. Um, th- there are no words to describe the excitement you feel as a first-time father. Uh, people have asked me periodically over the past month going back to the point about sleep. Um, while it's been a challenge on some days, I think overall uh, I've managed simply off the adrenaline that comes uh, as a result of the excitement that, that I have. And I know that won't last always, but for now, that's what it is. Uh, but I don't want to miss anything. I'm up to that point where I want to be around him all the time. You know, I want to, you know, make sure I don't miss him doing something new, make sure I'm there to, to help out Sharice um, when she needs me, or if she needs me. And just to be be very present in his life, because I know that that is important. Um, he may not understand everything now, but I think he is... He is starting to recognize, you know, our faces. He definitely recognizes our voice, and he is starting to to smile a little bit, which is which is amazing. And you know, you want to be there uh, all the time, but I know re- in, in reality that's just not the case. Sharice um, is is on still on maternity leave, and she'll be on maternity leave into the new year. 
And and I've been back on my regular schedule now at work for a couple of weeks. And that's been challenging. Um, you leave every morning. I leave around quarter to eight um, every morning heading to work. And I don't get home till close to six. And, you know, being away from him and Sharice all day is a challenge. But at the same time, I know that those things uh, must be done in order to provide the best possible life um, for him and for my family. And finding a work-life balance that works for for your individual situation can be very challenging for fathers. As I was saying, uh, for me, I want to make sure I'm putting myself in position uh, financially and career-wise to just make the best decisions uh, for my career and to be able to provide as much as I can um, for my son, for Emory. And doing so without negating any responsibilities, especially at this stage, Um, because we want to be active fathers. I mean, gone are the days where you know, we depend on our wives to just raise raise our, our, our sons. We want to be active fathers. We want to be, you know, present in every aspect uh, of our kids' lives. And I encourage fathers to do so because I'm trying to be the best at that as possible. I've had some great examples um, in life, starting with my, my father and grandfather and even, even my friends and peers. As I was talking to Dr. Sean Willie on a previous episode, talking about legacy, you know, don't know any bad fathers, and I want to make sure that I associate myself with with guys who are who are like me, and you know who I can look up to as fathers, and they can depend that we can depend on each other to to be the best uh, fathers possible. You know, but but finding that work life balance is is just something that you know as he grows um, will be continue to be a challenge. It's a challenge now because, you know, it's early and it's exciting and I won't, don't want to miss anything. But as he, as he gets older and becomes involved in, in hopefully sports and whatever, you know, extracurricular activities he has going on, I want to make sure that, that I find that healthy balance and make sure that I'm there for, for, for everything that, that he needs me to be there for. And I'm, I'm grateful uh, through this process to date that um, I've had, you know, bosses and supervisors who have understood the importance of me being there, um, my leadership uh, in my job. Many of them are, have families, so they get it. They have been so um, great to me and allowing me to to step away for a little while to be at appointments to help Sharice out when needed to get an extra day of, of telework um, when needed. But I know as he grows older, find that, that healthy balance to be able to to continue to advance my career and do the things that I need to do to to help establish a good foundation for our lives as a family and making sure I'm there as a father will continue to be challenged. And that's something that, that comes with, with fatherhood, understanding that, you know, you have an extra, you have a responsibility to be there for your son. And that's on top of the responsibilities you have just in life to to be uh, the leader, the head of the household, and provide uh, for your for your wife and family. And nobody knows the the importance of, of work life balance than than someone in education. My mom was a teacher, uh, so I saw her uh, growing up, coming home, and and doing what moms do, and and being a wife, and at the same time making sure she is giving attention to the kids that she is is tasked to mold and shape and grading papers and all that's that stuff. So having to deal with kids. Uh, your own kids and students is is especially uh, tough, and I think educators do an outstanding job in 
of, of work-life balance, and they are great examples of managing uh, a lot of things at the same time. So I want to talk more about work-life balance coming up after the break with, with my next guest uh, on the fatherhood. He is a great father, a great husband. Um, Terrence Turner will, will join me after the break, and we'll talk more about uh, work-life balance. I'm Jamar Hudson, and this is The Fatherhood. I'm happy to welcome to the fatherhood my next guest. Uh, in addition to being a great husband and father, uh, this young man works in higher education at one of the nation's most prominent HBCUs. It's, it's no Hampton, but you know it's, it's a really, really good school. Um, I'm happy to welcome into the fatherhood, Mr. Terrence Turner. What's going on, brother? How are you? Hey, man, happy to be here, man. Thank for, thanks again for for joining us. So, if you just join us on the fatherhood, we're talking today about. Uh, work-life balance as it pertains to being a parent and particularly being a father. And, and Terrence, let me ask you this first question from your perspective. Is achieving a healthy work-life balance attainable? Is it attainable? It is It is attainable, I'll say, but it's an evolving practice. Uh, circumstances and seasons change. So just when you think you've mastered uh, one season or circumstance, another one will come up. So, you know, as things are added to your plate, you just have to discern, you know, what to, you know, reprioritize or what to just say no to. You know, how does this align with our family's goals right now? Uh, how does this impact everybody involved? So, uh, like I said, it is it is attainable, but it's a uh, an art you're going to spend the rest of your life trying to perfect. And this is a unique thing for you, uh, especially in in your field you know, managing a bunch of students, as well as trying to get things, keep things together in your own personal life, you know, going to school and being a great husband and father. So so what does work-life balance look like for you? Like you said, with work, you know, family and school is hard. Um, my, my oldest, he's a, a campus baby. So I'm able to bring him to stuff. Students love little kids. Uh, my son just turned uh, three my oldest son just turned three, so he already thinks he's a college student when he comes to these events. Uh, it, it makes it easier for those after-hour um, commitments. Um, I've always had a lot of flexibility working at university, so that's helped uh, a lot. The uh, important thing for me, though, is being a part of a leadership team that we have a great family dynamic. So even when I get into that zone where I've locked in on a project or trying to meet a deadline, my uh, boss will encourage me to, you know, uh, leave it for a little bit and go home and, you know, make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm taking care of everything on that front. Great. When talking about your family, tell us a little bit about your family, Terrence. Sure. So I'm married to an amazing woman. Uh, she's a pharmacist. Uh, we've been married uh, since 2018. So we've been married seven, six, excuse me, years now. Uh, we have two boys. My oldest just turned three, and then our youngest is five months. And I've had the pleasure. We're talking to Terrence Turner on the fatherhood. I've had the pleasure of, of breaking bread with him and his wife, beautiful family, and to watch his 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 kids both grow up literally before my eyes has been an amazing experience for me. So in this podcast, Terrence, as you know, we wanted to just get the perspective of, of fathers around the country from different walks of life. So what does being a father mean to you personally? Man, when... Uh... I was first asked this. I didn't know how to answer it. I just felt like it was um, uh, destiny. I think I felt like it was purpose. 
But if I had to put a definition or throw some core values to it, I would say it means stewardship. Uh, it means uh, being granted grace to uh, correct things that I may have done coming up and making sure that you know the my 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 sons don't repeat some of those same behaviors uh, and then it means legacy you know what what am i putting out into the world who am i putting out to the world you know how are they going to impact um you know these different uh environments they participate in so i w- i would say i've experienced enough life and and now have an obligation to shape and develop that next generation um, more recently, uh, as I've you know tried to reflect more and you know uh, have that thinking time that mm-hmm. seems to be fleeting, it's uh, it means love and labor. So even you know with the the concept of labor, it is it is work. It is a it is a job. You know, and even when I'm worn out, tired, you know, I can't clock out of being a a father. You know, right. so. You know, when you factor in the love that that, you know, child or these kids need, you know, there's always, you know, work to be work to be done. So, yes, stewardship, legacy, love, labor, uh, more importantly, grace. Now, I've watched you over the the past few years uh, advancing your career and pursue uh, degrees in, in higher education as you, you know, pursuing your Ph.D., and you know how difficult was it for you talking about work life balance when you first became a father to to balance you know being a new father and continue to do the things you needed to do to to pursue your career and advance in your education All right I, it's still difficult uh like i said the circumstances and seasons change uh the hardest part in you know trying to uh accomplish things career wise is uh, managing the ambition, mm-hmm. being able to communicate and articulate to my wife, you know, how does what I'm doing factor into what I feel like is uh, my, my purpose? Right. So um, with it being difficult, you learn to uh, utilize different resources to make sure that you are managing those uh, priorities. You know, I would also say with things you list, it's, you know, work, school and ambition, you know, you throw in two kids, you know, it's the balancing life as parents and partners. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's been a, a, a an exercise for us uh, every day uh, in terms of how we get better in that area. Some days have been easier than others. Um, but, you know, I think back to an intense conversation we recently had and um, that Sunday, the message was about bearing your cross and doing work in the meantime. So the work we need to do in the meantime is me finishing the degree is on me, right. you know, so back to my point, I can't clock out of being a dad. So I have to organize my time with all of those things to make sure that everything's getting the necessary attention. Uh, the good part about learning how to manage it all is you learn how to multitask. So uh, my son goes to a, a school where they do homework and they have to read and they have to do things. So we'll both sit down and start, you know, doing whatever work we have. But that quiet time designating that work time, I think, helps helps us out a lot because we're able to 
compartmentalize, but still try. And the key word there is try to live a balanced, uh, balanced yeah, life. Now, all, all the things you're talking about is something that I'm learning and I'm only five weeks uh, in the game, you know, just maintain a schedule, knowing, you know, keeping a Google, Google calendar has, has helped me tremendously uh, these first few weeks, right. just knowing when to, you know, when his appointments are, when I have to, you know, meet deadlines for work, when we have to, uh, you know, pick up things from the, from the pharmacy, you know, any medicine he has, not just in anything that my wife has going on, just maintaining a set schedule and a calendar and being organized is definitely key to an effective work-life balance. And like I said, I'm a father of one. You are a father of two. Yeah, and talk a little bit yes, of sir. contrast between, you know, being a new father. How did you, what lessons did you take from being a father of one in terms of work-life balance and applying that to now being a father? See, what lessons did you learn early on that you apply to your life now? You know, that's a great question because one of the things about uh, my, my family's experience is that my wife, uh, she worked the opposite shift, right? So she would go into work from 3 to 11.30 p.m., whereas I'm getting off at you know, 5 p.m. So in, in my opportunity to live, uh, live in hall, working in residence life, you know, it was um, it was easy to do because I didn't have to commute. You know, I, I, we had a, a student who would babysit. So that that took care of that. So the dynamic this time around is we're both on the sim, you know, similar schedules. You know, my son is in school all day now. So now with our youngest son, it's a different space for us because we really didn't get a chance to be on that same schedule until, you know, just this year. So when we talk about my son just turning three, you know, the first two and a half years, we were on totally different schedules and that, you know, provided a lot of challenges to us. So the contrast, I would say for me, is just being able to revisit um, things that I wanted to do differently, but just didn't get a chance to do, uh, being more, um, I would say for me being more in tune with what's happening right. around the house instead of being, you know, Hey, take care of the house, take care of me. I got to take care of these students and I got to take care of this, you know, this doctorate for me, I became, I've become, excuse me, more involved in what it means to operate right. the house. So, you know, I'll say, hey, let me take them to the grocery store. I'll um, make sure that I'm running the errands. I can take time off for appointments. I go volunteer at the at this at the school. So um, this transition for us has been a learning experience, but it's been rewarding because I think we're finding that groove because um, we really had no choice. Right. Like communication has had to increase. Um, being selfless has had to increase. So even, you know, when we've, we've hit that wall and we're, you know, just dead tired and the kids going crazy, you know, still finding that time to get things, get things done. Um, the other contrast I would say is, uh, not expecting my youngest son to do everything that my oldest son did at that time. So, you know, treating him as an individual, knowing that, you know, he has his own personality. He's going to, um, you know, react in t- to things a different way. I think for me, it's really just enjoying the moment and not necessarily comparing in a negative way. 
it's more so like, hey, so when did, you know, our oldest son start working? I mean, walking. When did he start teething? And just kind of using that as a reference point. So the fact that we have experience, I think we're much more um, relaxed when it comes to uh, meeting those expectations. And, you know, one thing that uh, you and I always talked about is you're going to ingest a lot of information on how to raise your your child. But for us, you know, figuring out what works for our household has helped out a lot. Right. And as I've gotten to know you, man, I know you are a family first type of guy who are, and one of the things I wanted to emphasize in this episode is the, the importance of being present um, as fathers, both of us fathers of boys. You know, you can't put a, a, a dollar amount on being present for your kids, you know, as much as you want to oh, advance in your career and put yourself in a position to provide for your family. It is still important to be to be present. But but with that, you know, some of self has to has to has to take a back seat, so to speak. And I wanted to ask you, you know, in, right. in being a father, being present and maintain that work life balance. How do you find time just for you, you know, to do things that, that, that you enjoy and you know, hang out and spend some time with your wife? Uh, it's been it's been challenging since we've moved because we're still building our babysitter roster. Um, mm-hmm. So one of the things that we try to do is uh, whenever we have family in town, um, and that was a big thing for us moving, being closer to family. If they come in town, that's automatic date night if we if we feel like it. So we capitalize on those opportunities. Um, you know, we do try to incorporate the kids sometimes because we do feel like them seeing all of us together will create a healthy, a healthy dynamic. Um, and you got you got to get creative. So even when you talk about just spending the time, it may not be what we used to do when it was just us being able to just get up, go, go to happy hour, go to dinner, go to a movie like it requires planning. But I think for us, the lesson learned has been make the best of the time that you do have. So, you know, Saturday afternoons while they're napping, you know, we can we can we can watch a show together. We can we can you know grab some lunch. We can you know we can do a couple of things. So I think for us, we just found that it's best to not be so regimented in what you were used to, but really being creative in in finding that time just to connect as you know not mom and dad, but is you know husband and wife. Right. And these are some great gems you're dropping uh, on our listeners. Again, I'm talking to Terrence Turner. Uh, today on the fatherhood. A um, couple more questions. I'll let you get out of here, my man. Um, fatherhood inspirations. Um, who taught you? Who inspired you? Who who did you model being a father after? Yeah, that's a, a great question. I'm very, very observant. So even before we started trying to have kids, I always would dream about well, what type of dad will I be? And I would use my relationship with my father as a point of uh, point of reference, you know, we uh, we didn't have the easiest relationship coming up, um, and I think for me, being able to think about why I am the way I am in certain instances always comes to the forefront. So I take inspiration from everywhere. Uh, you know, you and I have very strong um, Christian foundations, so I think for us, we can always refer back to the. Uh, father-son dynamic between God and Jesus, right? But then also, I think incorporating just the real-life experiences of being, you know, a couple of 
you know, 30 year old men who love to kick it, love sports. Like we, we have these, you know, interests. So for us, uh, how does, how do we make fatherhood cool? How do we make it relevant? How does fatherhood, uh, how does, how can we prevent fatherhood from aging us, uh, so to speak? Uh, and then also pop culture. So, you know, I, you have your Uncle Phil's, right? You have your um, Uncle Bernie's. Um, and, you know, I, I laugh because my son had uh, was cutting up the other morning. And I told him as I was dropping off, dropping him off at daycare, I was just like, hey, don't make me peel your potato in front of your friends. Right. So for me, <laughs> being able to think about um, the, the good and bad that you see in some fathers, because uh, I think about the kid, the college students that I've worked with over the last 10 years and what mm-hmm. I see from them is a direct reflection of the values that they were raised with and how they play out. So I try to make sure that I'm constantly evolving and not getting so strict in my ways to where I'm not giving my sons or giving my family the opportunity to, you know, mature, grow uh, and really confront what it is to be black in 20, 2018. You know, uh, I, I know there's fathers I don't want to be like. I don't want to be like James Evans. Right. And I always think about James Evans on good times where it's just like, damn, did y'all have fun in this household? Right. Him being home would change the whole dynamic. Right. So for me, it's still being responsible, still being present, still being relatable, but also taking all of these different fatherhood models and discerning what's going to work for my household. That, that, that's been major for us. Well, look, man, speaking of work-life balance, I appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule to join me on the fatherhood and talk about uh, this important this important topic. Um, you, you really shed some light on and given our listeners, hopefully, some some things that they can apply. I know you've given me some things that I can I can chew on and apply to to my new life as a father. So I really appreciate you joining me, man. Thanks a lot. No problem, no problem at all. all. Right. I want to thank my man Terrence Turner for joining me on the Fatherhood Podcast. And as always, I want to thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, write some reviews, rate. And let me know just how what you think about what I'm doing over here. You can follow me on social media at Jamar Hudson on Instagram and Twitter. And follow me on Facebook, the Fatherhood Podcast. Be sure to like the page and join the conversation. Work-life balance can be tough. As much as we have going on in our day-to-day lives with work, family obligation, friend obligations, and just the day-to-day grind of our lives. It can be tough to find a healthy balance, but it's important as fathers to make sure that we are prioritizing our kids' lives so we can be present. That is something that setting the foundation now at an early age for me is important as, as, as Emory continues to grow. So as always, thanks for listening. This is Jamar Hudson, and you're in the fatherhood.